0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to the CTO Studio. I, of course, am your host, Nikolai Walker on the mic and in your ear, my favorite place to be if you know a damn thing about me. Now, we are joined again in studio by Aaron Longwell, who's the Director of Engineering for the Justice Sector Support Program, Afghanistan, and he is building the app that hosts all of the Afghanistan legal system. Now, our next interview with him, we're gonna focus on that. This interview, we're gonna talk about when simple concepts to unravel, such as like when you're having a discussion with your wife and she decides that you're a lazy thinker. Or is that what happened Etienne? Here we go.
1: My wife recently we were having an argument. Uh, it was uh, you know aptly because we're at the dawn of an election and this podcast will go out long after the whatever's gonna happen. And we were having a, we took opposing views on us on a pretty hotly debated issue. And my premise for what I thought was very simple. I I just felt like, okay, if it's X, then I, I cannot support Y. So very simple, but, but. Supporting X was controversial, so I was doing like, and, I, and I'm sorry to speak in sort of abstract terms, but I, I, could, I don't want to go into what it was. But X was a controversial statement, and so um, my wife was like, "That's that's just a dumb thing to to say." And for me, it was no. Uh, in my logical brain, you know, the problem is further upstream, so that's what needs to be addressed. And she's like, "No, the problem is further downstream. So whatever." But she then makes a statement when things were really heated, and she says, you are a lazy thinker, and I am not going to debate the lazy thinker. And I was just like, what are you doing to me right now? And, and, of course, my initial response was, no, I'm a supremely intellectual, amazing Deductive, deconstructive, phenomenal computer science-y, logical, philosophical person. Don't ever say I'm a lazy thinker. <laughs> but then I realized that I wasn't putting the work into thinking before I was speaking. I was I was just saying things. Because intuitively I know I knew it was correct, and I knew that. Intuitively, that did vibrate with my being. But in terms of communicating it, it was clumsy and it it wasn't a clean, well-thought-out argument. So in terms of like a strawman argument, like I put something out there and then she was now debating that. And I was sitting back saying, okay, I'm going to observe how that goes and then I'm going to make up my mind. And so coming back to my alpha beta go live conversation, I think that oftentimes we say things and we want people to understand and believe it. And especially at the CTO level where you, I feel like you write less and you talk more. And I'm not saying all CTOs are like this, but a lot of what we do, like you said, is communication. And maybe at the dev level, it's through code and at the senior level, it's through words and inspiring. So I think if I had gone pen to paper, keyboard to Google Doc, and organized my thoughts and written out the plan, I would have I I would have taken simple concepts. And instead of trying to defend them against another human who didn't understand what I was saying, I would have fleshed things out on on black and white. And then and then when we speak and when I communicated it, it wouldn't have been in words land, it would have been we would all be looking at this document I created and then debating this third thing as opposed to a just us thing. So I I wonder sometimes as leaders and as CTOs, the brief you know I, like, I know my 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 sister who works for amazon mentioned you know the pr the the press release style everyone's reading so you're you're having these arguments with yourself fleshing things out with yourself before you start lazily sort of taking some sort of position when you now are defending your being to other people
2: it's i mean it sounds like what you're saying is you um after your conversation with your wife you realized the the weakness of your presentation but still had like strong commitment to the substance of what you were saying that the substance didn't come through because of how it was packaged and that if you could have packaged it a different way it it would have the conversation would have gone more successfully is that
1: the substance was some was like the broccoli that your kids don't want to eat it's it's like you still, so I think that the substance was worth challenging. I think packaging is one thing, but I, what I'm trying to say is the, the th- and sometimes you can call it half thoughts or, or clumsy ideas or, and, or verbal processing, which I think is a way of saying lazy thinking, because you're pulling in the other person into your disorganization. And because you are perceptive and you're using your ninja skills to read the room, you can sort of adjust And, and, and at its best. It's wonderful communication skills and facilitation. At its worst, it is just unprepared, half-lazy-ass thoughts. And so my wife, after 25 years of marriage, <laughs> said to me, she's done with that she's not debating that person anymore and I was I was very hurt and so anyone listening to this if you want to email me and just I I, I think I'm better so we were very I was very upset with her and then about a year uh, uh, a year a day <laughs> a day a day a year later I uh, know a day a day later I was actually in a coaching session and As the person was talking to me, I was like, oh, she's right. She's absolutely right. And so this then in my in my business world then translated into simple concept. It is it's a hard pill to swallow because I am asking the CEO to change course on something. Um, It does redefine some terms that we've been using along the way. And, and, and I communicated that through a conversation. Here's what I think we should do, we should do alpha, internal, all the employees, we test the product, but then we do beta, we invite the customers, a handful of VIP people to try it out. Then we have a migration plan. And then we bring everybody in. And, but there was just the simplicity of that. There were so many unanswered questions that I think if I had spent some time just saying, okay, great, if I have that premise, this is the potential implication. Or I could have just uh, asked questions. I'm not saying I have to come up with all of it, but I am doing the hard work and and I think respecting the other party by saying, I want to be more prepared when I make this case to you.
2: I, I I don't know. I relate to what you're talking about because I used to – so I started my career as – I worked at a company, a startup for a short time, and it failed, and uh, I ended up going freelance to do work for them. So I sort of got this shortcut start to my freelance career. And because I started in freelancing, I, I always paid really close attention to my hours, and I would get feedback from client. like I remember an early one – A client didn't want to pay for a bug fix, which in retrospect is just absurd, you know, crazy thinking. Um, Because bug fixes is about half of what the rest of my career was probably spent doing. (laughs) Some of some of mine, many of other other people's shops that came before me. Um, But I got in this mindset where the code writing, and not just code writing, but good quality code writing, was the work, and everything else. Emailing the client, oh, I finished this thing. Uh, you know, calling the client and talking to them about requirements—that wasn't the work. The work was the code, and that was the that was the value. And so I spent a lot of time undervaluing. Like, I wouldn't prepare for a client call, and I wouldn't come out of a client call. Oh, I should diagram that, send it back to them, and see if they agree with my perception of what that thing is. And I like over, you know, the last several years, kind of the earlier transition I was talking about, just like realized how, how much time you save if you get that communication right from the start. Like if you don't just blindly assume that you're being understood when you're talking <laughs> and just verify that, you know, I mean, it's everything from in the conversation and you know working on international projects with a language barrier where a translator is involved actually helps with this because it makes you slow down and listen to what people say in between but like even in one conversation just like ask questions that verify that the person understood something the same way you understood it like is the deadline x or is it y it's so simple but it's hard to do and it's really hard for people like us to do it especially if you have this bias like i did the code is the real work. This is, let's get this meeting out of the way. Um, this is not the important part.
1: Yeah, I worked with an engineering team recently where, where they were managed as if the code was the work they did and how shocked they were when I started including them in some collaborations. And hey, I, I, I know you can code and I know you can address this ticket, but I want to know what you think is the way we should do this. And it was shocking.
0: All right, gentle listener, that is our show for today. Thank you again to Aaron Longwell for joining us, uh, who is the director of engineering and who is uh, tasked with building the app that hosts all the Afghanistan legal system. And next interview with him, we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of what that's like to build that legal system and what things he can and cannot talk about. Uh, If you would, please go check out Aaron's LinkedIn If you would also go check out 7CTOs.com, and then before you get done with your computer, if you're ever done with it, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast here in iTunes. As always, we will see you next time.